Good evening, fans of Friday Night Lights. This is Howard Finkel, and you're listening to the Cliff Notes Podcast Weekly Pregame Show with your host, Clifton Grooms. Welcome, everybody, to the Cliff Notes Podcast. I'm your host, Clifton Grooms. This is our eight-man portion of the pregame show. we got a couple different segments that we're going to do here, starting with eight-man District 4. But before we do that, let's run down the um, eight-man playoff media poll before we get to um, district play here. So um, the number one um, team in the playoff poll is North Andrew with a 9-0 record. And number two, it's Southwest Livingston. They're 8-1. Stanbury, number three, with a 7-1 record. Drexel's 8-1. They're number four. 7-2 is South, South or North Shelby is at number five. South Holt, Nottoway Holt is 6-1 on the year. They're at number six. East Atchison at number seven, five and two. At the number eight spot is Archie with an eight and one record. Albany four and four, they're number nine. And then Northwest Hughesville is five and one. They're the tenth team in the rankings there. So um, let's talk about eight man district four now. So um, at the top of the bracket, we got the number one seeded Stanberry Bulldogs. They're going to be taking on um. Platte Valley, who's the eighth seed in that bracket. So we had an opportunity to talk with both of. Um, Bulldog head coach Shane Hilton and Platte Valley head coach Cree Beverlin. Uh, we talked to both of them, but we're going to begin with our interview with Shane Hilton, and that comes up right now. We're previewing eight-man District 4 here on the Cliff Notes podcast. we got the number one seed in that district, the Stanbury of the coach of the Stanbury Bulldogs, Shane Hilton with us. How are you doing, coach? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Uh, I'm doing great. It's a per- great time of year, coach. we got district playoffs coming up, and um, – before we um, talk about that, um, let's talk about last week's game against Worth County. Uh, 44 to 14 was the score that I got, and um, Coach just walked us through the ball game. Uh, you know, it was one of those. We actually we opened up the game with a 17 uh, play drive, and uh, you know, on an 80 80 yard field, that's kind of hard to do. Except we kept getting some penalties, and uh, we ended up scoring on a fourth and 25. Uh, we scored a touchdown on the in that drive, and then uh, they got one back on us right away. And I think it was 16-14 uh, or 14-12, I'm not sure which, early on. And, and we got a couple scores right before halftime. And then, you know, second half, we were able to to uh, establish the run. You know, I think we, we, we were just shy of 350 yards rushing on the game as a team. And, you know, when we're able to do that, you know, it makes it uh, usually things in pretty well for us. Well, Coach, you guys were able to finish strong on the regular season. Now you guys enter in district play. Um, I did mention at the beginning of the, of the um, interview that you guys are the number one seed in that district, and you guys are going to be facing the eighth seed, Platte Valley. Before we get to the Platte Valley game, just give your thought, overall thoughts on District 4. Well, I'll tell you. I mean, I know they're all tough, and, you know, and have tough teams in them. And, um, you know, we sat there. We went into that last week with our game with, with Worth County, and um, – knowing that anything could happen and, you know, between the top and the bottom and, you know, sure enough, you know, Rockport jumps clear up a few spots, uh, upset in Mound City and that's beating Worth County dropped them clear down to the sixth seed. And um, I don't know how many top teams are in our district, but there's several, you know, that have been there throughout the year or currently are. And it's pretty well loaded top to bottom, you know, and it's one of those deals where uh, like we told the kids today and film and whatnot, that you better be ready to go. There's no, there's no more free passes because, you know, being off a little bit here and there for a game, and then you're done uh, going forward. So, uh, tough district, and, you know, we're sitting on top of it right now, but that, that's just on paper right now. That doesn't mean a whole heck of a lot. 
Well, Coach, um, let's talk about this game against Platte Valley. Um, tell us what you know as far as on the scouting report and what can we expect on Friday? You know, obviously it's a, it's a team we don't see during the year. They're not in our conference and um, we don't have a whole lot of common opponents, you know, prior to playing them. Um, I think everybody that they played, we played, um, um, you know, our matchup happened afterwards or there's, I guess you, you should say, so we haven't even seen them on film, but looking at them, you know, they're, they're pretty versatile offensively. They run, you know, not a ton of formations, but enough, you know, to, to have you do your homework to say the least and, and defensively, you know, they run a four, two from what I've seen for the most part and, and just get after it. And, um, they, they protect the outside, try to let you funnel everything in the middle and see what happens. Well, Coach, uh, I want to thank you so much for uh, coming on the show once again. It seems like, you know, almost every week you're a staple of this show. And um, good luck to uh, you and your boys as you guys start district play. And um, we'll catch up with you again soon. All right. Hopefully we we'll talk to you next week. A huge thank you to Stanbury head coach Shane Hilton for joining us here on the show. Um, I did mention that we also have Platte Valley head coach Creed Beverly. We talked to him after several weeks. So, um, we talked about the finish to their regular season in this game against Stanbury. So um, here's our interview with um, head coach Cree Beverlin right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast. We're continuing our preview through um, eight-man district four here in Missouri. We got Platte Valley head coach Cree Beverlin back with us. How you doing, coach? I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Thanks for the call. Absolutely. Um, coach, I know it's been a little while since we, um, since we talked. We had a lot of things happen since then. So um, just give us some. Just give us a rundown um, through your guys' um, regular season. Um, you know, we start off with Mountain City, Rockport, um, go one and one there, um, and then run into some some pretty key injuries with uh, Trevor McQueen at quarterback and, and Carter Luke at our running back spot in the Rockport game. So um, early in the season, we did a lot of, you know, moving around, trying guys at different positions, seeing who was going to be our, our main quarterback and, and seeing who we could trust to run the ball. Um, so that took that took a couple weeks, but I think by now we're kind of settled in, and this is how it's going to be. Um, you know, especially districts going on this week. But um, we made we made strides as a program, I think, um, throughout this regular season. Um, we were a lot more competitive. Um, you know, but we still had we still had some some glimpses of the old Platte Valley, um, and and that wasn't wasn't great. But for the most part, um, yeah, we've we've made some good positive strides. Well, Coach, uh, let's, it's a new season. Um, you know, you can almost throw the regular season right out the window. Everybody starts zero and zero in district play. Uh, you guys are in class one, um, class eight man district four. And um, you guys have Stanbury on the schedule. Obviously, Stanbury is the number one seed in the district. But um, just uh, just give us an overall, before we talk about the actual game, just give, a, just give your overall view on this district. I think, I mean, I think it's a really tough district. You've got um, Stanbury, Albany, Rockport. I mean, there's there's some solid teams in there. Um, and and a lot of those teams have played already from the GRC, have played each other. Um, you know, and obviously we've played Rockport already. So, um, you know, just, just solid. I mean, if you look at stats-wise or, you know, um, record-wise, I mean, there's there's some really solid teams. I absolutely. This is a loaded district. I feel like there's about – there's a bunch of teams that can come out of this district. Um, let's talk about this game with Stanberry. Uh, you guys um, have them on the schedule this week. Um, talk about what you've seen 
from Stanberry as far as film and the scouting report, and uh, what can we expect from this football game on Friday? You know, they're not real flashy. Um, a lot of a lot of under center T and wing. Um, they do spread out a little bit, um, probably more so than they have in the past. But they do they do little things right. Um, they play very aggressively. They play downhill, so um, you know I don't I don't think we have to worry so much about um, you know the schematic of the game. We're just going to have to you know buck up and, and play downhill and be a little bit more aggressive than we have the last couple of weeks. Well, Coach, uh, I want to thank you so much for coming on again. I know it's been a little bit since we talked. Um, I, I want to thank you for coming on the podcast this year, and um, good luck to uh, you and your boys on Friday as you take on Stanberry. Okay, thanks, Cliff. I appreciate it. A big thank you to uh, Platt Valley Head Coach Cree Beverland for joining us here on the show. Now, uh, the number four versus five matchup was supposed to be the four-seed Albany hosting Rockport, but um, Albany had to opt out this season due to a positive COVID test. So, um in the school, so um, Rockport will be moving on. They will be taking on the winner of Platte Valley and Stanberry next week. So um, moving on to the bottom of the bracket here, we got number two seeded East Atchison, and they're going to be hosting number seven, Northwest Nottaway. We did talk to um, East Atchison head coach Aaron Behrens about this matchup, tying for a conference championship and so much more. Here's our interview with Coach Behrens right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes Podcast. We got East Atchison head coach Aaron Barons with us back. How you doing, Coach? Doing great, Clifton. Um, coach, I got a couple questions right off the bat to ask you. Um, first of all, um, I want your thoughts on the um on claiming a share of the Highway two seventy five conference championship and a look back at the game last week. Yeah, um, you know, it's it's been a really great two years for us and um you know a share isn't what you're going for um obviously going into the year but as as weird of a year as this was um you know we'll we'll definitely take it um you know we're disappointed not not being able to play uh south hole and then you know obviously um with how week one went against southwest livingston but you know the boys really rebounded and played um really well especially down the stretch and then uh last week um play Platte Valley. Um, they've, they've kind of been hit with some injury injury situations throughout the year that have taken out, you know, a handful of their guys. Um, but, you know, we ended up getting them kind of early in the third. And then uh, – but they really – I mean, they have some kids coming up that if they stick with it, their numbers are getting a lot better and their competition's getting a lot better. So, um, Coach Beverly will have them a little more competitive here in the coming years. Absolutely. Um, definitely a good way to good way to end your guys this uh, regular season there. Um, coach, uh, before we actually get matchup specific, um, let's talk about um, eight man district four as a whole and your thoughts on that. Yeah, it's it's tough. Uh, you know, top to bottom, I would say it's probably uh, the toughest district out there. You know, when you have a team uh, with the pedigree and the talent that a, a Worth County has, and they're six feet, um, that I mean, that's that's a a tough district on top of, you know, the defending state champs and um, top two team in the state and Stanberry. And, uh, you know, it's going to be, it, there's going to be some fist fights, even, you know, round one, uh, top to bottom. I mean, all these teams like to hit, like to tackle and uh, like to kind of play a little physical style. So it's, you know, and that's what you want. You know, you want to play the best. And, um, you know, every, every year we've, uh, Cindy Satcherson, every year I've coached the team, 
you know, there's been a team in our district that's either played four or won the state title. So, you know, we're used to kind of seeing those teams. So it, it's it's going to be great. And um, let's let's get matchup specific now. You guys are the number two seed in the district, um, and you guys are facing off with um, Northwest Dotaway, a team that you've already faced this season. Um, just um, walk us through the scouting report as far as Northwest Dotaway, and uh, what can we expect on Friday? Yeah, you know they they look a little different uh, than they did week two. They're they're young guys that they've had uh, playing for them quite a bit, have, have matured quite a bit throughout the year, and uh, you know they're playing a lot more physical on the defensive side of the ball and have kind of found a rhythm a little bit offensively. Uh, you know, last week against South Holt, they did a good job of moving the ball kind of between the, the 15s, but either, you know, turnovers or um, just not able to punch it in, weren't able to put a lot of points on the board. But uh, Coach Calfee has a really good group. They run some spread stuff, but it's, uh, you know, they run spread just to kind of get you out of the box so they can still run it with their power game. So I, I really like what they do on offense. And, uh, you know, they're going to be a good test on, on Friday. Oh, absolutely. I think that district, this district should be fun. Uh, I actually did an interview with uh, Coach Doug Fountain of Albany, and um, he called this district the Ric Flair of all eight man football districts. To be the man, you got to beat the man. So, so. I love it. I love it. I, uh, I don't know if I can say it better myself. I'm going to steal that. <laughs> so. Yeah, he brought out my love of professional wrestling for sure. But it's gonna be it's gonna be a dog fight in this district. It's gonna be there's gonna be a fun couple of weeks of football definitely to come. So, um, East Ashton, Coach Aaron Barnes with us. Um, Coach, um, I want to thank you so much again for coming on the podcast and um, good luck to you and your boys this week. Appreciate it. Thanks, Clifton. A huge thank you to East Atchison, Coach Aaron Barons, for joining the show. Uh, we did not get comments from um, Northwest Nottaway head coach Alan Caffey. So. Um, Looking to look forward to hearing from him in the future, but um, we did get comments from both these head coaches. We got number three Mount City hosting number six Worth County, so um, we're going to start it out by talking to Mount City head coach Taylor Stanford, and that begins right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast. We're continuing our previews of eight man district four, which, by the way, is going to be a loaded district here. Um, I actually have the um, the head coach of the defending eight man state champion Mount City Panthers with us, Taylor Stanford. How you doing, coach? Great. Clifton, thanks for having me on. Always a pleasure having you on, Coach. Um, I know it's been a couple of weeks since we talked. Um, really, um, spent some setbacks as far as uh, the win-loss column, um, injuries. Um, just talk about everything that you just – talk about everything over the past couple of weeks. Um, yeah, you know, since the last time we've talked, yes, we've had some setbacks. Uh, you know, that, that one East Aston game, we had – five guys go down um throughout the game and that's just that's that's something no coach ever prepares for um and that you know that's hard to throw those guys out there um especially when you know you're that those within those five guys um that's your first three strings of quarterbacks um within those five guys too so you know then you're sticking your fourth string quarterback out there right in the middle of the game uh so you know that 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 throws a mix into everything well, coach, um, let's talk about um, let's talk about this district now. Obviously, you got you got an opportunity to uh, defend your state championship. Um, talk about um, eight man district four as a whole. I looked at it. Um, I looked at the bracket a couple days ago when they came out, and um, this was a loaded district. Um, just talk about this district as a whole. Oh yeah, it is. Um, 
you know, top to bottom, it, it, it's tough. Um, and, you know, you kind of saw that uh, just within this last week. Um, you know, just in week nine, there was so much change in it. Um, and that's just because everybody in that district is just so close. Um, you know, Worth County dropped from the four clear down to the six. Uh, you know, Albany bumped up. And, you know, Albany, yeah, they're four and four. Um, but, you know, they're a tough team. Uh, you know, that's that's a team that probably nobody wants to play right now is Albany. So, you know, it's from top to bottom, it's it's pretty stacked. Oh, yeah, this is I, – I think by far this is one of the most competitive districts in eight-man football. Um, Coach, let's get game-specific now. Obviously, um, I talked to Coach Healy also. I talked about um, this matchup with Worth County. I mean, you look back at the old days of the Highway 275, Worth County and Mount City was a premier matchup every single year. I know that you guys are in different conferences now, but um, let's talk about the uh, 2020 Worth County team as far as um, – with their scouting report and uh, what can we expect on Friday? Yeah, you know, they're the first thing you see is, you know, they're going to, they're a big team. Um, they're very physical. Uh, so, you know, we know that going into the game and, you know, just when we played them back in 2018, um, you know, we were, we were outmatched um, size wise. Um, so we just got to execute our things there. And, you know, with County, uh, you know, they're a team that they've gone through their ups and downs this year. Um, you know, no matter what it is on their team, um, they've, they've gone through that stuff. Um, so, you know, they've kind of been battle tested this year. Uh, so, you know, both teams, you know, on Friday night are going out there to continue their season and really push through that adversity. Oh, absolutely. Definitely. Uh, this is, uh, definitely, uh, my favorite time of the year. It's the winner go home aspect of the playoffs here. Um, Coach Sandiford, is definitely a great to talk to you again, and um, I want to wish you and your boys good luck on Friday against Worth County. Thank you, Clifton. And a huge thank you to Mount City Coach Taylor Sandiford for joining the show. Um, I did mention that we also have Worth County Head Coach Chris Healy with us. He took some time out of his week to talk to us here on the podcast, and um, here's that interview right now. And we're back here on the Cliff Notes podcast here where we're talking about eight-man district four. We got Worth County Tiger head coach Chris Healy back with us. How you doing, coach? I'm good. Thanks for having me. Oh, absolutely, coach. Um, coach, um, it's been a few – it's been some weeks since we've talked. Um, you guys have um, you guys have just wrapped up the uh, regular season. Um, it was a little bit of a rough one on the scoreboard last week at Stanbury. It was a 44-14 to game. Um, just give us a walkthrough of that game. Yeah, we started started got an early lead, fourteen to eight, I think, there. Start of the second quarter, early in the second quarter and you know, hung with them there in the first half and then the second half they pulled away a little bit and had a couple of big plays and we had a couple of plays not go our way. So you can't have that against a good team like Stanberry and they were able to pull away and hand it to us there at the end. Well, Coach, let's move on to district play because now it's a brand-new season, my friend. Obviously, you know that. Definitely um, all your success at Worth County. Um, let's talk about eight-man district four as a whole. I looked at this district at the very beginning um, when they got announced it. I was like, man, this is a loaded district. You have Stanbury, you have Mound City, Albany, East Atchison, yourselves. This is a pretty loaded district. I just want to get your thoughts on this district as a whole. Yeah, I mean, it's like you said, very loaded district, a lot of talent, a lot of good football teams. So 
there's a lot of teams that have a chance to win a district championship. And usually when you look at districts, you can pick one or two teams that have a legit chance. And I think in this district, there's there's quite a few teams who have a legit chance, and hopefully we can be competitive with those teams. And absolutely, definitely. Um, let's uh, let's get game specific now. Um, you guys have Mountain City as you guys are the sixth seed. You're going to be taking on the number three seed, Mountain City. Obviously, um, all the eight man fans know how big of a rivalry. You know, back in the Highway 275 days, the um, Worth County Mountain City they have produced some of the best matchups probably in eight man football history. Um, just give us your analysis and your scouting report as far as the 2020 Mountain City team, and um, what can we expect from this football game on Friday? Yeah, I mean, Mount City, obviously the two-time defending state champs and perennial power there and always a rivalry when we get a chance. We don't get a chance to play them as often now, but when we get a chance to, it's always a big game. So our guys are looking forward to that as far as that goes. Um, They've had kind of an up-and-down season. You know, they started the season easily, probably the top team in the state and ranked number one, and then they've had a few misfortunes throughout this season, a lot of ups and downs. But so I'm sure they're excited to get to get a fresh start in the playoffs and and see where they can go. Oh, absolutely, definitely. That's the beauty of the playoffs, my friend. You know, um, fresh start for every single one of these teams here. Now it's zero and zero on the season. So, um, Coach Healy, I want to thank you so much for um, taking a few minutes of your time and um, joining the Cliftos podcast again as we preview these eight man football matchups. And um, good luck to you and your boys on Friday. All right, thanks. Looking forward to it. And a huge thank you to head coach Chris Healy from Worth County for joining us. That's all for the coaches in District 4. We're going to leave off here by um, talking to um, Devin Albertson and Anthony Crane. Uh, we talk about 8-man District 4 as a whole. So um, here's our here's our conversation with those guys right now. And we're here on the Cliff Notes podcast. We're discussing 8-man District 4. We got 8-man aficionados in the house. We got Devin Albertson and we got Anthony Crane. Here to break down all the districts for you. We're going to start here with District 4. Um, gentlemen, um, District 4, uh, we've already ran down the matchups already here. Um, just um, your thoughts on these uh, districts and um, uh, favorites, sleepers, sleeper teams, um, players to watch, all that good stuff? Uh, well, for me, my sleeper team was Albany, and then they're out now. So they were the team actually had picked to win District 4. But due to coronavirus, uh, they are out of it. So I'm just going to default to the number one seed, Danbury, to probably win this district. They've already beaten um, EA and then also Worth County, two of the other big contenders in this district, in my opinion. Uh, with Mountain the way they're constructed right now, if they get by Worth County, they have a decent chance to win the district championship just because they get Landon Papa back and they kind of get some momentum going forward. But I don't know if they can beat Worth County without Landon Papa. So I'm going to go with Danbury. I think they're kind of the most complete team kind of in this district at this point. Um, to kind of go forward and win this district. But a lot of defense in this district, though, between Mountain City, EA, and Stanbury, a lot of good defensive teams. Yeah, for me, I, I've kind of switched. Um, you know, when this kind of came out, I really liked District 3 to be the more talented. Um, but the District 4 is definitely the most interesting now. Um, I think Worth County, they're interesting because they will get guys like Austin Welch back this week. Uh, some of them other guys that have been – uh, they've been missing for a while now and that could make them a scary team, you know, cause early in the season we had them as a top two, top three team. Um, now they did lose Reinhardt. He's not coming back, but that's still a pretty good team. 
mm-hmm. the last few weeks they hung in those games for at least a half. And I think had they had the depth along the offensive and defensive lines against those physical Stanbury North Andrew teams, maybe they're different. Maybe not. Um, but I think tomorrow night will give us a good idea of where they're at because interestingly, their offense hasn't been the same with Aiden Gladstone back. Um, mm-hmm. Now, part of that is Stanbury has an elite eight-man defense. North Andrew is really good defensively. Um, so we'll see. I, I, if I had to pick a sleeper, though, East Atchison was right there with Stanbury. Um, mm-hmm. So I, I think that, if I had to put money on it, would be my district championship. Um, between those two teams, you know, they were 20 to 18. So it could have gone either way. I think that could end up being our rematch in that district. Yeah. And you were talking about Clifton and some of the better players in this district kind of going forward. And um, I think the best player in this district right now is injured with Landon Papa. I think he's just a really, really good player on both sides of the ball. Um, he was, I think, first team all conference defense. He you only know, played in four or five games this year off for Mountain City just because he's that good on defense uh, for them going forward. Um, if you're looking at, um, I think Andrew Alarcon is definitely in the discussion for the best player in this district. Stanbury is a team, they don't have that one star player, but they have a bunch of good players with the Swayback uh, twins and Tucker Sheeber. They have Austin Colvin, Colin Sager. They have a lot of good players, but I wouldn't call any of them like the best player in the district kind of thing. I think Alarcon probably is the best player in the district in this one uh, with Landon Papa right there with him. Kind of going forward. There's a couple guys from Albany who are good with, uh, with Mercer, the Hutchinson kid. We're all pretty EA, uh, Headland player. I think Anthony kind of talked to them a little bit in the preseason about Headland and the improvements he made to his body this year, and they've really shown this year as he's a really good player for them as well. Yeah, the only thing they haven't been able to figure out really, and this is being picky, is their offense. Yeah. Um, but defensively, they are fantastic. Uh, I think oh. I wrote in a preview this week they, you know, they allowed a lot fifty points to. Southwest, and then the rest of the season they allowed 50 total points. Um, so, but will be what will be interesting for them is if they can match, you know, if they get a Worth County or a Stanbury, uh, the physicality of the GRC. Um, they proved that against Stanbury once. We'll see if they can do it over and over again. Yep. And, uh, you know, one of the last thing we're going to talk about with this district, obviously, you know, the news that came out today, um, Albany, um, Albany having to um, forfeit their game against Rockport this week. Obviously, Devin talked about it. I think, you know, I was I was high on Albany. Um, I actually had an interview with um, Doug Fountain that was actually supposed to air on this segment of the pregame show, but with them out, we're not able to air that now. Coach Fountain mm-hmm. called this district the Ric Flair of districts for wrestling references there. So, um, I mean, they were my sleeper team, too. I, um, I told Coach, I was like, this is a football team that not very many people want to play, especially this late in the season. So how big of a loss is it in this district to have them out? I mean, personally, I had Albany in my last media ranking before the season playoff started as my eighth team. I had them actually above EA and Archie in my poll, just because I think at this point I would take them to beat both those teams. It's kind of cutting hairs for them in East Atchison, I think, for that um, eighth spot. I'm sorry, for the seventh spot, my mistake. Uh, for Albany, I think Albany, if you look at their losses this year, they've played with the best teams in the state toe-to-toe um, all year long, and they've kind of caught fire here late, and they were really looking good at the playoffs. They kind of figure out what they want to do offensively and defensively. They're well sound there with Coach Fountain. All the coaches I talked to in the state 
rave about Coach Fountain and his schemes over there and how well they're coached. Mm-hmm. Um, and you saw that last week versus Pattonsburg. Trice Floyd and Caden Hutchinson shut down Emig and Jones, and there's not very many defensive backs in the state um, who can do that consistently, and they did it against Pattonsburg, which is why that score was so lopsided, among other reasons. But they were the big factors in that. Ethan Mercer is a really good running back for them. So I feel for Albany because I thought they had a chance to go far in the playoffs here. I know they were wanting to rematch with Stanbury after that week two loss, which was the Albany's opener. Um, so fortunately for Rockport, they get to move on. Their last four weeks have been weird. They had, couldn't play against Southwest and South Oklahoma because of COVID. They got a Mount City's JV team pretty much because of COVID and injuries. And then they got an, uh, another bye week in the playoffs with Albany and COVID. So Rockport has been able to withstand the tough stretch of their season uh, due to coronavirus kind of deal. So they got to play all – play Stanbury here in a couple weeks most likely so we'll see what Rockport has has for them with Joey Heron's also a really good player that I forgot to mention earlier very good running back for them that will um that will do it for um eight man district four um we'll have Devin and Anthony back on here for eight man district three until then take care everybody a huge thank you to Devin Alberton and Anthony Crane um you will be seeing them three more times here on this podcast here tonight so um They'll be coming up here breaking down 8-Man District 3, but um, that's going to be our next segment here is we're going to be hitting 8-Man District 3 in our next segment here on the Cliff Notes Podcast.